those random moments. But I do want to take this song from the top. Does you got this, you got you got all that shit I was saying from the beginning? I see that's what I like. See that's why me and JG get so good along. You know what I'm saying? Because we gonna be on the same page type shit. You know what I'm saying? You right. know, it's like that, man. Hey, listen, but Maxo Maxo is up right now. Kick it up from the top. See just how you doing, wanna know just how you been Tell you who your bitch been screwing, checking on your mama and them Hope you get a second chance, women now since elementary Oh, one day we meet again, break you out this penitentiary Cause what's cracking, hope you straight, know you duggin' like you should Seen your mama yesterday, gave her money for your books Different day, the same shit, nothing changed on murder block Couple homies hit a lick and got the other homies pop. They got shot up with a K, I got good and bad news They say Reggio gon' be straight, but slow grew and make it through They hit Reggio up with eight, only hit slow grew with two Round this time last year in May, crackhead junkie killed young dude I seen your stupid baby mama, she still actin' like a dot Always fighting, starting drama, she be fucking with the ops Ask her why she never write you, why she never help you out She say you trippin', you don't Listen in your temper always high But let me tell you about your daughter Yesterday she tried to walk Every day she getting smarter Other day she tried to talk You can't be there like a father And it's fucking with you mentally Court that point a lawyer Got my bro a half a century Straight to call my blessing Lord knows it could be worse I got niggas in the pen And I got niggas in the dirt Pray to God to keep my faith Cause right now I'm losing hope So mama pray to the dope Put that faith in my work I got homies in the grave I got brothers in a pen. I got some that's coming home, I got some that's going in Try to go to visitation, but they wouldn't let me in So I only conversation, writing letters with a pen Wanna see just how you doing, wanna know just how you been Tell you who your bitch been screwing, checking on your mama and them Hope you get a second chance, women now since elementary Oh, one day we meet again, break you out this penitentiary I know you worry about me, cause oh, we ain't talking a minute Don't think a nigga trying to know you, I'm just handling business on my way here, I was blowing, and they told the lieutenant Where it got back to the warden, and they canceled my visit I dropped 40 on a lawyer, trying to reduce your sentence He better than that court appointed, he gon' fight to appeal it But you gotta stop tripping, I heard they caught you with a phone And they threw you in a hole, you probably wonder how I know I miss them days when we was mobbing, we was robbing just for fun If you was fighting, then we fighting, jump them, ain't no one-on-one Remember clutching at the function, I got locked up with a gun You winning every nigga Pockets ain't got money for my bun I know you really miss some streets But you ain't really missing none I know this rap shit look real sweet But my real life it ain't no fun Cause right now I'm out of bun My dude he on probation My little bro on the run He think he on vacation My pops back in the system He just might die in prison My mom is co-defendant So she got locked up with him He got snitched on by his own sister She the eyewitness Now every time 
I see my blood cousins, I don't even feel them See what them drugs did to my own cousins, started acting different Cooking drugs with my older brother, baking soda, whipping Serving drugs with my older brother, till he started sniffing I think my bro a dick, I tried to put my nigga on and then he ended up stealing I caught that nigga stealing crumbs when I was plotting on millions Believing death before dishonor, Father God please forgive him I pray to God cause if I see him, swear to God I'ma kill him I got some change, my niggas change, I'm getting changed, they think I'm rich They want me locked up in the cage, I'm fighting Rico just like Mitch The only time I wear a suit and tie, is at a funeral or a courtroom for trial What up world and what up though Detroit Welcome to the Say Hello to the Bad Guy Podcast It's Bad Guy Radio Detroit's number one Hold on man, scratch scratch that shit (coughs) Shit. (coughs) These niggas got me fucked all the way up We're gonna run that shit up, you know, back from the top JG Listen, what up world and what up though Detroit Welcome to the Say Hello to the Bad Guy Podcast, Michigan's most, <laughs> listen, listen, Michigan's most dangerous and fastest growing podcast brand. This shit too big to be restricted to the city limits. We 61 countries, a thousand cities up on niggas. I am your host, the devil himself, cutter cutter, resident landlord, and the uncle you niggas never had. Welcome to the show, and welcome back to my madhouse. Listen, I'm fresh off the two-year review. You know, I, I gotta admit, you know, that was a fun show to do. I chopped it up about an hour plus on that motherfucker. Man, listen, I could have went two or three hours if I told y'all all the shit I really be thinking. It's been a crazy two years. I'm about 30 episodes in so far. Listen, I seen a lot of shit. I'm sure I'm, <laughs> I'm, sure I'm going to see a lot more. I ain't stopping this shit no time soon, man. Listen, plus, I'm 100% independent. <laughs> These bitches can't cancel me. I cut the checks, I sign them, and I write them too. I'm waiting for one of y'all niggas to sue me. Y'all ain't gonna do shit but send the views up. Check it. I never run out of shit to say, man. So listen, stay tuned. I'll hold up my end. I'm gonna keep dropping these classics. Y'all just keep listening. I told y'all I was gonna get more active in 22. So I'm standing on that. I got to feed the streets. Listen, man, we hold it down from the underground here in the madhouse. This is the podcast for the killers and the dealers. (laughs) Listen, we trap certified. We fentanyl approved. I'll probably never go mainstream. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Listen, it's nothing but real nigga shit going on over here. We freestyling all these bitches. Some of them are right. I'm getting better at it. But in the meantime, listen, don't get it confused. 
You know, don't get it confused. Real nigga shit going on, but street nigga and real nigga shit is not synonymous with dumb nigga. Not by far. You know, we gonna we gonna switch the tempo. We gonna flip the coin at any time and get and get philosophical and kick some knowledge and kick some life to y'all niggas because life is about balance, nigga. You got to do two, three to four to five things out to this motherfucker to survive nowadays. It's tight like that. So make no mistake, we're equipped to cover all bases on this show. You know, my listeners know I ain't finna sugarcoat shit. I'm going to give you both sides of the story every time. Matter of fact, three sides. Because every story got three sides. The good, the bad, the ugly. Some would say my side, your side, and the truth. But, you know, <laughs> that can kind of go wherever you want it. And on the other side of that, my guests know I don't just ask the easy questions. I'm down to ask the fucked up ones too. It's all real, nigga. It's all authentic. This the madhouse. Ain't shit sweet out here. Ain't shit sweet out there in the real world either. So what I'm going to continue to do is keep the show as transparent as possible. My audience is well-rounded. So am I. No matter who you are or where you're from, everybody can take something from the discussions that we have here. You niggas want to talk politics? Nigga, we can talk politics. You want to talk busting heads? Nigga, we can talk busting heads. You want to talk ducking feds? Nigga, we can talk ducking feds. Granny, you got any words for the feds? No word for the feds. One time for the big hoops. This is her show. She run this bitch. I'm just the host. Y'all niggas want to talk the road? We can talk the road. Y'all want to talk to hoes? We can talk to hoes. But I'm pretty sure my hoes better than yours. You seen the close friends. It's up. I'm pressing green circles around this bitch. Now listen. If you want to talk cash happen bitches who ain't gave you no pussy yet, you on the wrong show. You niggas condoning that sucker shit and that snitching, you on the wrong show. This thing is bigger than Nino Brown, and I gotta listen. Order. If I'm going order down, I'm taking a whole lot of people. Order in the court. Order in the court. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. Listen, man, it's nothing but classics coming when I touch the studio. When I when I when I touch the studio, I'm sorry. The Casamigos got me uh, slipping. But let me get back into that bottle. Hold on, y'all niggas can pause for me. Shit, I make y'all niggas wait two, three months for episodes. You can wait two, three seconds while I hit that cup. Man, this bitch, it's a madhouse. What's up, Jay? You good, my nigga? Hey, I hear you. I fuck my nigga. Shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Where was I? Nothing but classics coming when I touch the studio. I got to feed the streets, man. Listen, I write the shows and create the content that all the less fortunate and less talented podcasts in the city still. You know, I'm, I'm the inspiration keeping all y'all whack-ass shows afloat. Talk like me, no. I got some hot shit for your ass. They want war like me. Talk 
Indeed, they do. Rest in peace to the ruler, my nigga. Ice Woody and TFL. What's up, Lady Blade? Y'all good? Shout out to my nigga Street Lord Wine, man. As soon as you shouted me out, man, the hate just went to a different level, man. Welcome home to you as well. But listen, this is my game, man. Y'all niggas just in the stands. Just keep it 100, man. I had some weird-ass niggas stop me the other day and ask me a bunch of questions about podcasting, like I'm a consultant or some shit. Listen, man, listen, being a creator isn't easy. And I think with podcasting being a new wave and laying everybody want to jump in, it's sometimes taking for granted what it takes to make and put together shows. But even with that said, you niggas better send a ghostwriting fee, then we can talk. It's serious inquiries only. Pay me, nigga, or pay me no mind. Because check this shit out, man. Listen, I see y'all niggas stealing concepts. I see y'all niggas trying to mimic my flow. I ain't tripping on a push. Just make so, you know, you shout a real nigga out or something. What's up, baby? Take me out to dinner. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Well, hold on one more time for them niggas. Take me out to what? What's up, baby? Take me out to dinner. Hey, yo. Take me out to dinner if y'all bitch ass niggas gonna steal the flow, nigga. Shout a real nigga out. Y'all got 100,000 followers, right? Well, whatever. Moving along. Let's get into today's episode. Listen, man, I got a major show on my hands. We fucking with some real niggas. Listen, it's, first of all, it's always real nigga shit. First and foremost. This is the podcast for the streets. This is Michigan's. I had to correct it on the intro. This is Michigan's most dangerous podcast, nigga. Yeah. Welcome to True Life, man. Listen, it's been a minute, um, you know, since I jumped in my True Life bag. You know, True Life is my show within the show. You know, where we dive into the lives and the lanes less traveled. You know, the guests on True Life come from walks of life seldom seen. And those those experiences, excuse me, give them a story to tell. Um, You know, these guests, I give them the floor. And what I ask for my listeners is you give them your ears. And together we learn, you know what I'm saying, from their experiences. Because believe it or not, um, I learned just as much as the audience on these shows. Um, This episode here will represent the fourth chapter of the True Life miniseries. Um, Previous episodes of the True Life miniseries um, include Life is an Escort. That was my personal favorite. You know, shout out to Jelly Roll Entertainment. That was my my personal favorite. Uh, I, I did the I'm an amateur porn star with, with Milan Kush. I did the Naked Hustle uh, with the adult enter- entertainer and exotic dancer jazz. But out of all the true life chapters, um, I feel this will change the game and set the tone for all the chapters that come after it. And I say that because I expect this to be the most pivotal 
and quite possibly the hardest hitting chapter of true life uh, because it deals with the subject that hits home for a lot of us in the city. Um, and not just the city of Detroit, you know, any inner city, anywhere in the country. Uh, this show um, exclusively itself will, will deal with violence. And not just violence, but consequence. And consequence of that violence or those acts. Um, not just any type of violence, violence at its greatest peak. With the ending result being the loss of life. We're talking about murder. The highest and most serious crime an individual could be charged with. It's not much more after that. It's nothing after that. Capital offense. With the rest of your life at stake. Not in the rap song. Not in the video game or video music, whatever the fuck it is y'all listening to. Not on the TV show. We talking about firsthand experience in the act itself. Now, I know all y'all niggas claiming killer. Y'all love to talk about sliding and being big steppers. But the conversation we tend to overlook and never have is what comes with that shit. But we're going to have that conversation today. Now, before we get into that conversation, let me start by saying violence and most notably gun violence is prevalent in inner city communities. But it's mostly prevalent in black inner city communities. But as we know, for some reason, black people aren't really offended or upset by the killing of black people. Until they killed by white people. But that's a story for another day. All of us know someone who has been killed at the hands of another person. Living in this city, it's impossible not to. Detroit is a city very familiar with murder. And that's on both sides of the fence. You know, rather we talking about knowing victims or the actual killers themselves. The majority of us know somebody in the grave. And at the same time, a lot of us know the nigga that put him there. It's just the way of life here. Y'all be wearing these niggas rest in peace shirts and hanging with the killer too. <laughs> it's just the way of life, man. You know, listen, let's talk about our city for a second. You know, and just in terms of numbers. Because y'all know I love numbers. Niggas lie. Bitches lie. The numbers never don't. And that's why I'm number one in the city. Um, the city of Detroit is a city with one of the highest violent crime rates in the country. You know, so living here, we've become accustomed with the process of death, arrest, trial, conviction, um, from the candlelight visuals to honor those dead, 
to the GoFundMe accounts and fish dinners that get sold when the mothers and families of those victims can't afford the funerals. Death by murder is a common occurrence in the city of Detroit. This is a city that averages roughly 300 murders and 1,200 non-fatal shootings a year. It's the numbers. Check them. I got them. Uh, Detroit has a murder rate that tells the story. The population of 700,000 really can't tell. Our city, the city of Detroit, uh, has a homicide rate of 49 murders for every 100,000 people. Let me put that into perspective for you. In the year 2021, Detroit had 309 murders, 309 homicides. Our population, give or take, is 700,000. The city of Chicago has a population of nearly 3 million. They had 836 murders in 2021. So Detroit with 700,000 and Chicago with nearly 3 million. Let me bag that shit up for you niggas. Chicago has four times as many as many people as Detroit, but Detroit has 40% of their fucking body count. Four times as many people are in Chicago and Detroit has 40% of their murders. That alone in itself makes Detroit one of the most dangerous cities in the country. Now, with that being said, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty easy to get your shit pushed back in my city. Now, as always, I got to be honest. All victims ain't victims. And what I mean by that is every person who gets murdered in my city ain't innocent. Don't get mad at me for saying it. The shit is facts. When you near when you hear a nigga got killed in Detroit, you damn they gotta ask what he did to the people who killed him. And that's because all you niggas ain't innocent. And a lot of people in my city who get whack, some of y'all niggas deserve exactly what you got coming to you. Yeah, that's right. A lot of y'all cousins ain't shit. And deserved exactly what they had coming. Not all. But some. But you know what's crazy to me? How y'all aunties and y'all families get on the news. A step up on the podium at the Crime Stoppers press conference. And act like Lil Pookie never did nothing to nobody. And y'all cry about how he ain't deserved what happened to him. Then you step into reality. And you find out the streets know better. The reputation of those killed oftentimes don't match the heartfelt, tear-filled statements y'all be giving. Them, them niggas be on niggas' money, stealing niggas' shit, 
on niggas for work, not paying them, talking crazy to people. Shit, hell, some of these niggas who get killed, they be killers too. That's right, nigga. Steppers get stepped on. So many of you niggas be involved in shit that you ain't got no business being involved in that most times, I ain't even surprised when I hear your ass get turned into a backwood. Nigga, lit your ass up. I won't even get into the fact that a large amount of murders in Detroit and us and elsewhere go unsolved. Yeah, believe it or not, there are still killers who smart enough to keep their crimes off the internet <laughs> and not a rap songs. But for those who don't, the prisons, the prison business is banking. Michigan has roughly 40,000 prisoners. We're talking about 40,000 men and women incarcerated behind walls. But what goes in to the day-to-day struggle of those behind those walls after conviction? Because all y'all forget about these niggas when they go to jail. Y'all stop sending letters. Y'all start trying to fuck your homeboy, baby mama. Y'all forget about these niggas. Y'all, y'all scream free them for two weeks. Then they gone. What about the challenges that are faced and what does it take to survive? My guest today, they're going to provide some insight on that aspect. Because it's not too many times we get to hear from those who make it to the other side of that time. When, them, when that judge giving out them football scores, he thought it was the Rams versus the Bengals when he said 25 to 37. <laughs> Ghost, uh, fuck Stafford. I was gonna say Ghost Stafford, nigga. You ain't winning shit with us, nigga. Fuck you. Anyway, welcome to True Life Volume Four, man. Life is a convicted murderer. Now, before we get in a formal interview mode, we're gonna shout out some real niggas. First of all, my nigga Banks, real nigga, stand up, man. You know what I'm saying? And even though he couldn't be here for his little baby, he made sure everything was all set. And put me together with a real one. And he said they all they say when he say they all got one and they all standing on something. That was the first thing out of his mouth when he talked to me. <laughs> Shout out to my nigga, man. Enjoy your vacation. Listen, before we get into the formal interview mode, I'm in this bitch with Big Soup. I'm in this bitch with Big John. Listen, John. Yeah. Welcome to the Madhouse. Thank you, thank you. Listen, man, listen. It's a, it's a pleasure. It's a blessing to be in the, in, the, in the presence of two two grown men. We're gonna talk some real nigga shit, and we're gonna get some insight into some shit niggas ain't seen before. Now, before I get into the formal interview mode, I'm gonna give you the flow, John. Get the audience some background on who you are and where you from, man. Where you from, man? What's your, what's your city? Where where you repping, man? Man, I'm repping uh. Pontiac, Pontiac, man, I ain't gonna lie, Pontiac, Pontiac, yeah, that's man, OCJ, OC, man, Blues and Gray, Oakland County. Listen, I, I listen, you know it's crazy, man. I, I, when I, I actually got caught up in some bullshit in uh, Oakland County, and I fuck with some real niggas. They was from like the the NWO, the North Side, like, uh, uh, yeah, they might not, yeah. you know, but uh, listen, but they, they listen, they show me, look, they, they ain't do me no, they ain't do me no harm, you know what I'm saying? But you're right. not. 
I'm just saying I'm I'm familiar. I'm familiar. So born and raised, you from the, you from Pontiac? Yeah, I'm from Pontiac. Pontiac. What what high school? I went to Pontiac North. Pontiac North, the class of what? Class of ninety one. Class of ninety one, man. Listen, in ninety one, man, I was five years old, man. Like, man, yeah, you was you was in Pampers. Almost. <laughs> so what's the so what's the so what's the neighborhood in Pontiac you was repping, man? What what y'all was claiming was the, back then? Man, I was on the north side. North, I was side. On the north side of Pontiac. Yeah. So, so you then in I, WO? Um, no, and I'm one with an NWO or NLP or uh, you know. Oh no, no, that man. New Lane Posse. That was Newman Lane. Posse. Newman Lane. Okay, listen. Yeah. So listen, you know I'm not. You know I'm not bullshit. Yeah, I know you know. You, you know, know. You know. You know I'm... what you know. You know what you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was. Uh, you know, I I, I rep. I, I was from the north side, but I rolled with the uh, south side. Okay, okay. I, I checked that shit out. I checked that shit out. So Pontiac, born and raised. Northside, um, yeah, okay, and as as we've already established, you know, from the title of the show, right. you know, you was convicted of murder. Yeah, I was convicted of murder, man. I was uh, sentenced to nineteen to thirty. Okay, so you were you were sentenced to nineteen to thirty. Okay, right. so of of the nineteen to thirty, how much of that time did you serve? <laughs> 22 years 22 years okay so who man shit that's <laughs> yeah. that's a, that's a, that's that's a lot to say so we, we convicted of murder um you said you of, of 19 you served 22 yeah um at what age did you enter prison i entered prison at 24 years old 24 years old and what age did you exit prison i exited prison at 47 47 so wow that's, that's a long time so now we're gonna we're gonna for for our listeners because you know we're dealing with a with a show that's across 61 countries you know almost a thousand cities a lot of us a lot of the people listening to you right won't know your background so we got to kind of give it to them step by step breakdown by breakdown because you know you know laws vary from city to city state right. to state Right. They won't understand our process, so we kind of got to break it down for the goofy niggas. Right. Okay. No, no, see, I'm, out of, I'm almost out of liquor. That's why I need my assistant. Shout out to my assistant. Who didn't, she didn't make it to the, to the studio today. I'll be in this bitch. Y'all know I, I, I'm on autopilot otherwise. Right. Two steps to the show. But listen, we got big soup in this bitch, man. Listen, and I, listen. this is the show. Before I get into the, Before I get into anything else, this is the show y'all play for y'all kids. When they thinking that they want the shit that they don't really want. Right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, at the time of your arrest, you say you were 20... I was 24. Okay, 24. Uh, was this your first run-in with the law? You know, it wasn't, wasn't my first run-in with the law, but it was my first conviction. Your first conviction. So, you said before, before that shit, you say you was moving. Before that, man, I was, you know, I was out here, man. I was, I was doing what, you know, young goofy niggas do, thinking that I had it all figured out when I didn't. Okay, okay. So, the dis, the, the disposition, the disposition, or the education of this case, uh, like when you caught this case, this was your first serious case of being arrested, right? Okay, so this was your first run in with the law. Um. What was the disposition of this case? You didn't go to trial? Did you plea or? No, I went to trial. We went to trial. Okay, yeah, so I, I fought it. You fought it. So for a year. Okay, so you were arrested. What were the charges 
of your case when you were originally arrested? What were you charged with? What was your arraignment list of? <laughs> list I was of, arraigned with. Uh, I was arraigned with first degree murder. First degree murder. Yep. So, uh, for those who don't know, in Mar- uh, in Michigan, first degree murder, um, or also known as premeditated murder or felony murder, um, is a charge that carries a mandatory life sentence. That's right. So at twenty. 24. At 24, you're facing the rest of your life. The rest of my life. In fucking prison. We're never getting the fuck out. Right. Okay, so you get arrested. Um, you're charged. You say you go to trial. I go to trial. What f- factors caused you to go to trial? Was it, did you feel the case was? Well, I felt it was self-defense, but you know. Okay, well, we're gonna get we're gonna get in, we're gonna get into that a little bit further right. um, once we once we kind of discuss, um, you know, your mindset versus what happened and how how it went forward. So, um, you get arrested, right? Um, in 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 your case, was it just you or any co defendants? Oh uh, yeah, it was co defendants. My best friends was uh, co defendants. Okay, oh, wow. so this story gets deeper, y'all, man. Listen, the plot thickens. The plot thickens. Okay, so we we here to talk about this shit. So you get arrested, right? Um, let's talk about exactly what occurred that night. Now, well, now before what led up to it, or well, listen, what occurred in that instant? Well, both, because in in this situation, um, you know, first I want to let my uh my 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 listeners know, right? Um. Her legal protections, and of course, with double jeopardy, this is a man who has served his time. Um, there's no consequence for any of the information that he provides right. in any interviews. So that's first. Um, but we always keep it transparent as possible, and we're gonna kick it to the information, right? As far as it goes. Okay, so in your case, you the first question we want to ask is. What happened that night? What 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 was the situation that occurred to you to make the wake up and make that decision that this is what shit was going to be that day? That night, uh, the night that I shot dude, we went to the store, me and uh, two of my co-defendants, and uh, we rolled up at that store, man, and I'm I'm. I'm going there to buy uh, some minutes for my cell phone Ooh, and some drinks. Shit. That's a long it, time. It's my birthday, actually. It's my birthday. It's my it's my fucking birthday, man. We going. I'm going to get some. Caught stuff. a body on your birthday? On my birthday, man. On my birthday, it ain't never been the same. And we used to celebrate my birthday, my cousin, and my birthdays, uh, you know, coincide. And we used to always have a big bash and everything, man. It's not the same no more. Okay, so you, it's your birthday. You at the liquor store. We at the liquor store. You at the liquor store. You buying some minutes for your phone. I'm going to buy some minutes for my phone. You got that stick on you. Dude, I see. Dude, I got the pipe on me. Dude, I see. Dude that I kill. I'm going in the store. He coming out the store. Me and this guy speak, man. This guy look at me. He remember me from an incident a month before. 
And um, I rem- I remember him. We we know who each other are, and you we don't know each other, but we know who each other are from the incident. Okay, so let's stop. Let's let, let me. Let, so of course, so we kind of can break it down for those who don't know. Right. Uh, our stories or how it goes. Right. Okay. You said you guys had an incident before. An incident a month before we was at a birthday party. Okay. We was at a birthday party of a, um my friend's um uh in-laws birthday party we down we there we chilling so everybody decided to go down in the basement and shoot dice so we go down in the basement i nah, i didn't touch no dice they shooting dice and everything and uh my best boy man who uh was with me he uh he's shooting dice and man this guy man he you said when you say this guy, you're talking about the, the, the my the, best friend, the best friend. OK, yeah, my best friend, my former best friend. He's shooting dice, man, with these with these other guys. And uh, he hit the point or he didn't hit the point. And man, it was a it was an argument about the money. OK, so you're not shooting dice. I'm not shooting dice. I'm watching you. you watching, your, watching your homeboy. My homeboy, somebody that dice. you, somebody that you came to the party with, that I came to the party with, that invited me there, invited you there. Yeah, you ain't got no money. Yeah, I no got, stake. I got, I got no, 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 I'm not saying you don't got no money at stake in the actual. I don't have no money at stake. At stake. On, on the dice game. Okay, I'm so watching. you expect I'm observing. Okay, yeah. so the, the the guy that you at the at the the party. Or I'm sorry, at the interaction later. Um, is shooting dice with right. with your friend, right? Okay, so what happens at this incident? Man, they shooting dice. Him and the guy get into it. He was like, he hit the point. Dude said you didn't hit the point. It hit dog foot. You got to do the point over. So do you mean the guy who you ultimately end up killing? The guy who I ultimately end up killing. He's there. He's there at the dice game. He has the dice game. He's not shooting either. He's not shooting either. So we got a situation where. His boy shooting, so, and my boy shooting. So you, so the, so the actual shooter and the actual person who ends up dying. Neither of you guys are here, right? We had, we had no beef. <laughs> That's this how shit goes on in the city all the time. I, 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 I just, and it's like this is a, this is a, a clear point that I mean, and, and and it's nothing against that because this is so transparent. But this is something that I kind of want to. Stand on right. While we had this conversation That This man came to a dice game Where he had no money at stake Right And he Ultimately ends up killing A person Who also had no stake So it's basically You win some shit Cause of your people Cause of our niggas Okay Alright so see, I gotta stand on that Because We gotta we gotta stand on the important points Go ahead, Soup. Man. He look. kicks his foot. That's where he was at. He he kicked his foot. Yeah, the dice hit his foot. He said the point's no good. You got to redo the point. And Blase Splee, so they arguing and everything. So my man, my man, he snatches all the money off the floor. He hey, was some shit, like. Some, he shit was I like might, some, some shit I might do. He was like. <laughs> You know, you always got one in there. Uh, he snatches all the money. He's he he like I'm. Not, uh, he like you got to do the point over. You nigga, you, it hit his foot. You got to do the point over. Okay. So he do like man, put my money down. Okay. Give me my money. 
Dude said, look, man, you got to do the point. Dude, on. which is your homeboy. My, which is my homeboy. Okay. Which is my homeboy. He, he tell him, dude, he got to do the point over. He was like, man, give me my money. He was like, man, you're going to do the point over. He said, oh, I'm going to have to go get my faux faux. Okay. So he okay. ups the ante right there. So so we at the dice game. We at the dice so game. So just, I got to slow it down because, you know, okay. my, my, my listeners be high as a motherfucker. Right. I ain't going to lie to you. I be high as a motherfucker. <laughs> right. So I be having to. So listen, we got Big Soup. Right. Big, Big Soup at the dice Big game. Big Soup watching. Big, Big, Big Soup don't have no money on the floor. Big Soup got five G's in his pocket. Big, watching. Big Soup is the bodyguard. Watching, because he big as a motherfucker. I'm in the studio with him right now. He probably was the body. <laughs> he, he probably was the bodyguard. So, big soup at the dice game. His man's did the dice game. His man's got money on the floor, right? And a, a, a disagreement is going on in terms of the point. Of the point. Okay. So, according to you, the issue where you end up with. Getting into your situation was a month after that. Let's get to the, what happened that night. Okay, a month later. No, 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 that night because you said you guys are arguing. Yeah, we argued at the dice game. So what? What? What makes? What makes the situation not escalate what, that night? What makes the well the, the the it it escalates that night? Okay, so what happens that night? It shots fired that night. Okay, so hold on, let's stop that. So let me stop that. He kicks the beat. So I I don't want to miss no shots fired. You don't, right. <laughs> Right. He, he kicks the point. Then what? My boy, and I don't care about these niggas' names. This just my boy's name, Jermaine. He shoot the dice. It hits uh Cadante's foot. The dude Cadante, like you gotta do the point over. You know, he um it, it touched dog shoe. Jermaine, like, no nah, man, I got the money. I win. Cause it, it it don't matter, it hit his foot. He in the game. And and all this shit. So you know, you know, they they keeping up you you know, making little house rules okay. and whatever. And so he he tell him he gotta do the point over my my man Jermaine gets mad, picks all the money up, tell him like, Man, I'm not doing I'm ain't no point getting done over. So ain't he, no point getting done over. It, we, we I win. So he, he, so he takes my the, money. So dude, like, put my money down, man. He's like, man, this is my money. He's like, dude, like, put my money down. Jermaine, like, man, this is my money, or I'm gonna have to go get my faux faux. Okay. So the gun, the gun threat gets issued. Yeah. He says, he, what do you do at? What do you do at this point? At this point, I'm watching. I'm still watching. You still watching? This is an argument between your Jermaine friend and Kadante. Okay. Okay. So could. So when dude tell Kadante he gonna have to go get his fofo, his man's, which is named Alex, he like I got mine now and pull out. Okay, so it's so who is Alex? Alex is with Kadante. Okay, so it's it's Alex and Kadante. Those the ops, right? Alex and Kadante. <laughs> we're, we're gonna break it down. Listen, we're gonna we're gonna break it to those down for who don't know. Alex and Kadante is the, the ops. ops, and, and Jermaine is with me. Jermaine this is my with, man. Jermaine is Sue. Versus Kadante yeah. and the Ops. Okay, yeah. we got it. So he pulls out on Jermaine and like, nigga, you give me all the money now. So now, so, now so, you give me everything. So the dice game has turned into a robbery. Precisely. So the so who so okay now we I, I got a I got a better understanding of it. Yeah. He turns the dice game into a robbery over the point. Over the point. So you and your person at this time 
I'm assuming y'all it's a robbery now. It's 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 an escalated. It escalated. Okay. He didn't pull the gun out. Okay. He didn't pull the gun out. Alex didn't pull the gun out. So now, give me the money. Give me the money you picked up and all the money in your pocket. Now let me not, not, let me ask this question: Is Alex the person that you ultimately end up killing? No, it's not Alex. I kill Alex's boy Jesse. Jesse. Okay. Okay. So in this situation, um. You said that Alex committed the robbery. Right. This was a dice game um, that was between your friend. You weren't shooting. No. Alex was not shooting. Alex was not shooting. Alex was not shooting, but he had, he took his friend's side. Right. He jumped up like, nigga, this my nigga, give me right. the shit. Okay. What do you do at that point when the robbery takes place? At that point, I'm sitting there, I'm watching. He pulls the gun out, and Jermaine, he freezes. He gives him the money. He, Jermaine gives. Who, Jermaine is with you. And Jermaine is with me. What do you do? He, I don't do anything. His cousin is there, too. His cousin Roderick is there, too. Okay. His cousin Roderick jumps up. They run over, and they tell dude, put the gun down. You know, you know. Everybody rushing to this guy to put the gun down. Okay, so you say that it, it turns into a shootout. What, what, what escalates... Roderick from saying stop it to shots being fired. Shots being fired. Jermaine leaves the basement. He, That's the who you with? Yeah. He okay. runs out of the basement. We're in the we're in the um little um townhouse subdivision. He What's leaves the name of the subdivision? Uh Lancaster. Lancaster, okay. Lancaster Village. He he runs out. His his cousin lives a couple of townhouses away. Okay. He runs to his cousin's house. Me and it's my boy Money. He from on Evanston. Me and Money leave. We leaving out the basement. Dude come out the basement. Who is dude? Alex. 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 Alex is the same guy. So listen. So you leave. You're leaving. Yeah. Alex, the guy who just robbed the game. Right. He's leaving. Right. What do you do at that point? We leaving. Really, leaving. We leaving. Me and Money leaving. Alex and Jesse come out of the party. Where your man's at? With, with, is, is, have a weapon drawn? He got a he got his pistol. Who who are they looking for? Alex. They looking for Jermaine. That's who you were with. That's who. That's was your man. Yeah. Okay. Jermaine ran out. He done ran to his cousin. So Jermaine house. running around his motherfucker. He ain't. Jermaine ran out out of the apartment and okay, ran so, to his cousin. So what? At, so apartment. at this point, then what happens? My man Money pulled his gun out. Uh, so that's when the shootout start. No, it didn't. The shootout didn't start there. He pulled his gun out. He like man, put your put that fucking gun down. So everybody doing a bunch of talking. Okay, right. so when when do the shots get fired? Shots get fired. Jermaine is coming running back into the block. Okay, he he, he done went and got his cousin gun. He's running back into the block. Okay, while we have an exchange with these guys, Jermaine runs back in the block. They see him. Shots get fired. Okay, so shots get fired. Nobody gets shot. Nobody gets okay, shot. Okay, so let's go to what happened then. Fast forward 30 days later. 30 days later. 30 days. You at a party. No. 30 days later, we at a we at a um party store. Party store. I, I forgot. You said you he walked in. Okay, so y'all at the party store. What's the name of the store? Party store. Uh, trademark party store. Y'all at trademark party store. Trademark so party store. So you in the store with who? I'm I'm in the store alone. I'm going in the store alone. I'm leaving Jermaine and his cousin Roderick. The same the nigga that wasn't doing the shit. The same with- nigga a month before. 
But Jabay was like he was running away, y'all, with this nigga again. Listen, <laughs> with him again, huh? I'm that's, with, that's him, I'm with him again. I'm with him this, again. This my guy. So that's your guy. Yeah, y'all, y'all, you ain't with, between me and you. Ain't want to with Jermaine ass after he, he got his shit took at the dice game. Listen, man, I'm run, he came. He came to he get his, his shit he back. Got, he came to get his shit back. That's what the, the oh, shootout was from. Okay, well, this is okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, we fuck all that. We matter of fact, fuck the dice game. Fuck what happened before that. Right. We here for True Life Volume 4. Life is the Convicted homicide. Murder. We here for the homicide. The homicide. You at the store. We at the store. What you at the store buying? I'm at the store buying minutes for my cell phone. Minutes for the phone. And some liquor. It's my birthday. What kind of liquor, man? I'm going in there, man, to get me some Tangerade. Some That's fucking, what I drank. Some Tangerade. That gin, was gin, of, gin of vodka. Uh, gin. The green bottle. The green bottle. The green bottle. The green bottle. Okay, Only so. in moderation. <laughs> So, <laughs> you in that motherfucker, you say you walking out the store. Yes. What happens? I'm walking out the store. Jermaine's out there. They done started a little melee. Who started the melee? Jermaine and his cousin, Roderick. They done caught Jesse coming out and another guy that he was so with. So, did you see Jesse at the store? I seen Jesse on my way in the store. Jesse's coming out the store. He remembers me from Lancaster. But, but what did you do that made him remember you? You said at the dice well, game. Well, I didn't have to do nothing. He just he, knew you. He you, remembered me. You was an old face. Shit. It was shots fired. Okay. So, so did he remembered me. He remembered the niggas I was with who he so, had shots so with. So then's what happened. So he looked at me. He paused and he looked at me. I look at him and I nod. He nods. I go in the store. He leaves out the store. Okay. I go in the store to get what I'm gonna get. I come out the store. Jermaine and Roderick that seen this nigga done stopped him and it so the, what do you the do? shit's on the floor again. So it's on the floor. What happens at this point? I come out the store, man. Get that bitch on you. I come out the store. I got the pipe on me. This nigga done up the pipe on Jermaine. Who was the nigga that up the pipe? Uh Jesse. Jesse up the pipe. He up the pipe on Jermaine. Jermaine running. He sees the man that ran again, man. He ran again. He don't got no pipes. <laughs> this nigga always running, man. Hey, listen. You yeah. feel like, listen, before we get too far into this story, is you and Jermaine still friends? Man, no. Because this no. nigga, I didn't I, I hurt. Listen, I'm kind of drunk, so I'm kind of slow on two parts of the story, but this nigga Jermaine just keeps running. He, this motherfucker keeps getting on Man, listen. <laughs> we got to watch out for Jermaine. Hey, listen, Jermaine, we got to watch out for Jermaine. So, boom. Jesse ups the pipe. Jesse ups the pipe. Who else ups the pipe? I ups the pipe. You ups the pipe. I ups the pipe. What you? What you do? He runs in my direction. I give him one. You give him one. I give him one. Where you hit him? Um, I hit him in the uh, lower abdomen. It exited uh, upper chest. I say you. You sound like you read the motherfucking report. You. I did read the report. I read it. I so read boom. It early. So he running up. So listen. So he running up to you. He's yeah. He's running past me. He chased me. He sees me. I turn and run. He follows me. I bend the corner. When he come around the corner, I give him one. You hit his ass. So I boom. give him one. But you hit it when you hit his ass. What do he do? He kept running. He kept running. That he didn't even fall. So I didn't think I hit him at first. Right. But I hit him. So you hit him. So you hit him. You hit him. What do you do? After you fire that shot, do you get back in the car with your people? Yeah. yeah. After I fired the shot, we all bust up. And I'm, you know, I'm scolding these niggas in the car. I'm like, man, you niggas always on some bullshit. 
Nigga, mm. it's, it's my birthday. Y'all on some bullshit. Blase, split, blase, split. I didn't think I hit him. It was nothing. We go back to my house and party. All right, so y'all go to your house and party. How long is it after you shoot Jesse do you find out that he hit? I find out that he hit that night. That night. So when you find out that he hit, did he die instantly? Was it a DOA? Was no. he taken to the hospital? He was taken to the hospital. He died in surgery. He died in surgery. So he, he, he was only hit one time. One time. All right. So when you hit, when you when you find out that Jesse is dead, you know that you, yourself, we're going to get past the bullshit. Right. You, as a man, at this point, you know, you the one that fired that shot. I fired the shot. You at the party with these with your homeboys. You know Jesse is hit. How long after you shot him did he die? The next day. The next day. You tore his ass up. Yeah. <laughs> so, what you hitting with? Um, Nine mil. Nine mil. Remington. Remington. Yeah. Okay. So, when you find out that you hit Jesse, a person that you never, you know, really had any type of dealings with. Right. What was your train of thought that night? Man, I was, I was fucked up. You was fucked up because I mean you okay so, boom, Jesse is dead. I mean, from what you're telling me, it sounds like there were a lot of people in the parking lot uh, when these shots went off. Yeah, it was. How long did you know before the people? How long did it take for the police to get on you? Really, is the first question. Well, the police got my name uh, uh, the same night. The it same. was a girl that it was a girl at my house during the party. So the party, so it's your birthday party. It's my birthday party at my house. How old was you turning? We leave the store. I'm turning 24. Caught a body for 20, age 24. Yeah. And and we at my house partying. It's a girl. She at the house. She hear these, she hear us talking about what happened at the store. She goes downstairs in the basement in my house, gets on the phone, calls the guy, Alex, that was with uh, that that's friends with Jesse, and was like, "Did Jesse get shot?" And he like, "Bitch, how you know?" So y'all was at the so you know in, in this situation, um, y'all were at the party talking about what y'all did. They were After talking about it. I'm telling them to shut up. I'm right. telling them to shut up. They talking about it. She hears it. She goes down in the basement of my house. Get on my house phone. Call Alex. Gotta watch these hoes. Yeah, so, which is Jesse's friend. And like, um, did Jesse get shot? I heard Jesse got shot. Like he, like, bitch, so, how you know? Not, nah, I mean, just you know, just because I gotta ask the tough questions. You know, it, you know, in, in the in, in the beginning of the conversation, you kind of said you didn't know that you let that shot go off and that you hit him. Now you know you kind of saying that you at the as y'all were at the party. You kind of knew that he was shot. At which point did you actually know he was hit? Was it was it at the party, or did you kind of have a train of thought like, okay, I shot this motherfucker? Well, you know, I didn't know I shot him until um, the until confirmation kind of came at the party. confirmation came after after the party. Okay, so you so you shoot so 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 Jesse's dead. You shoot him. We know it's it, it was an incident happened. Girl, know it was an incident happened. She knows the guys. She talks to them. Okay, and then we find out the dude had actually got hit. Okay, I so hit him. so so after so how long after um, Jesse gets shot do you become a suspect? Immediately, immediately, because she tells them, she tells Alex on the phone, um, "I know who does it." Okay, so how long after Jesse dies are you taken into custody? 
Uh, they called me the next day he died. Okay, the, how long after that are you taken into actual custody? How long after him dying are you arrested? Uh, two weeks. Two weeks. So you were out on the street for about two weeks. Yeah, I'm okay. on the run for two weeks. You're on the run. So when you found out that you were a suspect, you didn't turn yourself in. Fuck no. I don't fucking blame you either because I'm going to be a real nigga. Right. I, if, I don't give a fuck what I did. You bitches got to catch me. Right. And you got some shit like that. And police calling me like, uh, you, uh, we need to talk to you about what? You talking to me now, motherfucker. On the phone. <laughs> Real nigga shit. Yeah. Real nigga shit. Okay, so they finally catch you. How they catch you? They caught me. I'm on dialysis. Okay. I have to have this treatment. It's life-sustaining treatment. I have to have it. You were on dialysis at this time as yeah, well? Yeah, I'm on dialysis at this time. Okay. I get sick. I go to the hospital. My mom turns me in. Your mom turns you in. My mom turned me in. Okay, so. She called the police. Police come up to the hospital. I'm in the hospital bed. Police come in the hospital room while I'm in there with my mom. Okay, okay. yeah, so we going. We, <laughs> that's that's the part of the story that I wanted to go kind of, you know, into yeah. it a little bit later. But, oh, okay, okay, so. so right. Whoo, shit. So, two weeks after. So, you run, you're on the run for two weeks. On the run for two weeks. You need some medical attention. Right. Um, once you need some medical attention. Um, that is when you go to see checking in for dialysis. I go to the hospital. Your mom knows you're wanted for murder. Yeah. Your mom gives them your location. Yeah. So they come and arrest you. They come and arrest me. Okay. So when they arrest you, um, at this point you've been on the run for two weeks. Right. Um, what are your original charges? Um, Homicide, first degree murder. First degree murder. So they charge you with a premeditated murder. Yes. Meaning you're facing the rest of your life in prison. Rest of my life. At 24. At 24 years. Um. Old. Yeah. That's that's some that's some motherfucking. So what's your bond at this time? Are you remanded? Bond? No bond. Oakley County ain't no bond. Fifty of district court. I'm assuming. And fifty of just fifty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Twelve hundred. Uh, there ain't no bond. Okay. So. You are remanded to court with no bond. Right. Um, you're arrested. Um, are any of your friends arrested? <laughs> no. Only I, you. I come to find out these motherfuckers is um, defendants. For, I mean, uh, uh, witnesses for the prosecution. So witnesses. So, so wait, wait. So, like, so you, um, a person who did not have any money in the dice game, that was four weeks before the murder. Right. A person that was a spectator. Absolutely. Who ended up ultimately shooting another spectator. Right. Uh, you are in. Because I, of our boys getting into it. So you have no stake in the game and you got your whole life on the table. No stake in the game. Because of our boys getting into it, I end up shooting this other guy's boy. How, and how old was Jesse? Uh, Jesse was 20. So at 24, you, know, at, you, you, shoot, the, you shoot Jesse. Yeah, it's twenty years. He's twenty years old. He's dead. He's gone forever. Did, yeah. Jesse, did Jesse have any kids? Yeah, he did. Did you have any kids as well? Yeah. How many kids did Jesse have? Jesse had um, two sons, I believe. And how many kids did you have? I got two sons and a daughter. Okay, man, that's a, that's a lot at stake. All right, so you remanded without bond. Remanded without bond. You find out that your friends are ultimately sounds like. About to testify against you, the ones you were shooting on, shooting at, shooting for on their behalf. Uh, right. So, 
I get the discovery packet. These niggas testifying against. I mean, shit. It, it was. It probably would have been a, a, apparent after this, before the discovery packet. You're the only person in 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 custody, right? Okay, so you you charged with first degree premeditated murder, right? Um, you decided to take it to trial. What made you decide to take it to trial? I took it to trial because I didn't have no beef with this guy, and he had a gun. I had a gun. And I beat him. I met his challenge and I won. That's how I looked at it. Okay. I mean, shit, it sounded like a fucking a prevalent argument to me. Yeah. So you go to trial. Um, your homeboys, of course, are not co-defendants. So in this in this situation, I'm assuming they are witnesses. For the state. And these witnesses were... Go give, I mean, it's your case, man. <laughs> so, yeah. so who, so who testified against you? Uh, Jermaine testified against me. Uh, Roderick testified against me. Uh, the guy that was with Jesse when I killed him, which is Dave Rogers, he testified against me. And what now? Some we, chick I don't even know who talk about. I bet ten dollars at a dice game. I asked my attorney. I said, "Ask this bitch how she know me. She don't even know me." Talk about I bet she don't even know me. Now my question is is this. So when you say your defendant, your co-defendants, um, what your homeboys, uh who the running who the running motherfucker who always running? Jermaine. Jermaine, the other motherfucker. And his cousin Roger. Okay, Roger. What did they testify to? What was their testimony? Uh Jermaine's testimony was that um I said I shot him. I hope I didn't. And um I had a gun. He seen me with a gun. Did you, I mean, did you ever tell him that you hope you didn't shot him? Or yeah, shoot him? I said, man, like I said, when after the shooting occurred, I told you I scolded these niggas in the car. I'm like, man, well, y'all always on some bullshit, man. Okay. I said, I might have shot this nigga. Okay, but we hadn't found out the next day that you did. Yeah. Okay. So in this situation, um, you decided to go to trial. Right. Um, even did you know prior to going to trial that your friends were going to testify against you? No, not uh, yeah. Prior when I got my discovery pack, but you still decided to go to trial. Yeah. Were you offered a plea deal? No, I wasn't. You were not. No. So they Oakland just, County don't plea. Oh, Oakland County don't plea. All right. So, um, in terms of and just to give uh, all my listeners some insight in the state of Michigan or it's actually like that in more than Michigan you have the choice um, when going to trial to either be tried by a jury of 12 or to have a bench trial um, in your situation uh, so what did you choose chose a bench trial I mean I'm I mean the jury of 12 the jury okay so yeah. what made you make that decision uh, I made that decision because your odds are higher. Was that was that on the advice of your lawyer? Um, my lawyer was a fucking doom cough. Who was um, your lawyer? Um, put his put his put his ass out there. John Bash. He John. doesn't he doesn't uh practice anymore. Right. He he knows he was trash. Put so his fucking ass out there. He, he don't he John Bash. John Bash. Okay, yeah. so this is so you 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 took a a, cho- a chance at going to trial with the jury, right? Um. Do you feel it was a jury of your peers? How did how did that no, jury? Absolutely look? not. It's not a jury of my peers. But you know, how did it, how, how was that jury looking? A, um, uh, Lily White. Lily White. Now, now this is this is a point 
that I wanted to make. Now, y'all know in my true life bag, I don't be on my bullshit. But as always, I always take the time to educate as I do entertain. Big Soup, give me two seconds here. Go ahead. You know, some shit that I see, you know, a lot of times, you know, in the black community. And it's like I'm, I'm, I'm always... You know, I'm paramount and I'm prevalent on always trying to get y'all to be involved in the system. Now, we don't agree with the system, but we can't change the system. So I always feel like us getting involved in the system and us having a part of the system is a is a big step in us being past getting past the bullshit. Um, just something as simple as me being on Facebook. I see a lot of y'all trying to get out of jury duty. Y'all be on Facebook statuses asking, you know, how do I get out of jury duty? I don't want to do this shit. I don't want to be involved in this shit. Could you imagine the the difference you would make in somebody's life if you were a part of that jury? Not not even speaking in soup situation. We want to speak in the situations where we hear about all of these men, all of these women getting exonerated for crimes that they didn't do, for shit that they didn't really they really didn't do. And they supposed to be getting tried by a jury of their peers. But we end up finding out that wasn't the case. Well, actually, they did. You know, I worked in the law library for 12 years when I was incarcerated. Okay. And your peer is anybody that lives in the state of Michigan with you. I understand. Your that, but, peer but, is anybody that lives in the I, county I, with you. I understand. But I, I'm, I'm speaking for I'm, it, we, we, I'm not talking about what the, the, the people because the, the people is the people. Right. I'm talking about for us. I'm talking about for us because at the end of the day, um, we are the minority, but when it comes to being tried in those courts, we're the majority. We absolutely we the majority. So it's kinda like what I tell you know, I understand we, we all got our, our, our gripes, we all got our issues with you know the the the, 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 the US justice system and whatever the case may be. But what I kinda try to encourage for my people is the fact that the system is the system. Rather we agree with it or not, it is the system. Right. So throwing rocks at the throne ain't gonna get you too far. You gotta kinda if you don't if you're not involved and you don't know the intricate ways of the system, it's no way for you to change the system. Avoiding the system is not gonna change it. That's no, what I'm saying. Not. So what I'm saying is, like I said, aside from your aside from your situation, when I see the same black people who are upset about injustice in court that are upset about their black sons and their black nephews and their black cousins facing all white juries. Those are the same motherfuckers that's avoiding jury duty. Right. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Right. Y'all don't want to do jury duty, but it's a lily white old lady that don't give a fuck about black people who scared of black people who didn't hear all these stereotypes, and she can't wait to get on the jury. It was the lady on my jury said she never seen a black person in real life. And your fucking lawyer let her on there. That's 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 a story well, to tell. Well, so, yeah. all right, so, boom. At this time, when was this murder occurred? Uh, this happened in uh, 98. 98. So how, how how much time did you spend in county jail um, prior to you going to prison? I spent 11 months fighting. 11 months. Okay, so at your, uh, of course, it looks like you were found guilty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, were, you were found guilty. What was your original sentence from the judge? 
my original sentence was 19 to 30 to for the gun. So 22 years to 30. Right. Okay, so out of those 22 to 30, how many years did you actually serve? 22. You did it 22. So you came home on the first time. Yeah. Wow, that's that's some that's a good shit. Twenty two. All right, so I'm assuming currently on parole. Yeah, currently on parole. Okay, what are the terms? Um, stay out of trouble. Uh, stay away from the bad guy. I'm pretty right. sure is one. Right. <laughs> stay out of trouble. Um, no police contact. Uh, uh, pay us a shitload of money and um, sit your ass still. I understand that. So okay, so boom at twenty four years old. Right. You got 22 years in prison. Right. It's your first day after you get your time. What's on your mind? What, 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 first of all, what's on your mind when you get the 24 years? 20, 22, I'm sorry, 21? 19 plus 2, that's 21. Yeah. What, when the judge gives you 21 years, what's going through your mind? First thing went through my mind was how to... How the fuck did I get here? How the fuck did I get here? And then after that, the first, the next thing that went through my mind was, um, my dad, I, my, my dad, um, I never seen my dad show any emotion when I was coming up. My dad never cried. Even when my grandparents passed, when his mom and dad passed and everything, and when I seen my dad up there, man, he was trying to advocate for me and talk to the judge and ask for leniency for me. And that was my first time seeing him show any emotion. And it, it fucked me up because seeing him in that state, man, when in a state that I've never seen him in prior to that, not even when he was going through some tumultuous shit, because it, it hurts to lose your parents. And, and to not see him showing the emotion then, but to show him, see him showing some emotion, trying to advocate for me and and ask for mercy for me, man, that shit tore me up. All right, so you, yeah, so you get to twenty one years. Um, you had, at this point, you had did about say eleven months in the county. I did eleven in the county. You get your you you get you, your first day. They ship you out. You ride out. You you go to quarantine. I go to quarantine because of my medical condition, because I was on dialysis. Um, I stayed in quarantine for 45 minutes, 45 minutes. So you immediately got shipped out to a new prison. I immediately got shipped out to the prison that had um, dialysis. Um, and, what, at, and that was Ryan correctional Ryan, in Detroit. Ryan correctional. So you was in, okay. So you was in the Ryan okay. Rowe. Yeah. Okay. So you get in prison. I mean, at 24 years old, you do have your dialysis situation, but you also have a murder case. Yeah. You know, you got a very serious case. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, you you amongst the killers. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I mean. The wildest fathers. The wildest fathers. So, from the time you were sentenced um, to the time you got to prison, you know, how long would you say it was before you actually encountered uh, your first issue? My first issue as far as... Um, you know, with another inmate or yes, fire. Yes, my man, my my first issue was um shit, it was a while. It was, I think it was like um maybe maybe uh like about three months in. It's not a while. That's about ninety yeah. fucking days. Yeah, yeah. Right. So 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 three months 
after you got twenty two yeah. years, uh, somebody tried you. I, I had an issue. We had an issue. So let's talk about that issue. I, I was standing on base. I was standing on base, and um, this guy came down. He came down. He was a moor. He was a moor. He was those are guys moor. that be saying that they not a like a what the fuck is this shit called? I'm not a sovereign citizen or some right, shit. Right, <laughs> right. He he's in the moor science temple. He comes down and he like uh, uh, homeboy. Do you got that money? I said. Money. Now, what's going through my head? Now, what 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 took me back, man? When we when we first started the the um when we first started the podcast, you played that song and you said you sent your cousin that song. My cousin went to prison when I was uh fifteen. He did he did time in prison and he escaped from two secure facilities in Michigan. Uh, he. Escaped him, got the fuck away, and they caught him again and locked him back up. When I call my, when I call my case, when I call my case, I remember calling home and he answered the phone in my mom's house, and he was like, "Cuz," he said, "Man," he said, "Chances are you going to prison." Okay, so when we when we when we we, we talking about the first issue yeah. um, that we had, so right, and I, I'm, I'm I'm getting to that, but he told me he told me um. He told me some things that I that I need to deal with that helped me deal with my first issue. Okay. He said you going to prison, man. And he said he, so he called you. So he was in prison. I called him. He was in prison before. He's 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 been paroled. He's home. So now. you told him when you caught your case. And when was, I, I called, I called home and he answered the phone in my mom's house. Okay. And he said, um, he said, man, you going you going to prison? He said they gonna lock you up, man. He said, you going to prison. He said, but there's some shit you need to know to navigate that. He said, when you go in there, man, he said, don't, he said, don't join any of those organizations. Okay. Yeah. We're going we gonna to get to that. Oh. So, cause you know, it, the, 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 the situation that you kind of telling me is kind of similar to what me and Banks went through yeah. because like, you know, Banks, like I say Banks grew up with my cousin clue and came up with black. So when I came up with my situation, the first motherfucker that Black put me on, no, Clue put me on the phone with was Banks. Yeah. <laughs> and Banks told me the same so, thing. So he told so, you some real so shit. So we want to, we so the, the first time you had an issue. First time I had an issue, dude came downstairs. He asked me where the money was. Okay. I said, what money? He said, the money from um, Carson City. You borrowed from the malls when you were at Carson City. Were you at Carson City before? I'm fresh in the joint. So I'm not... I ain't been nowhere but the facility I'm at. <laughs> so you don't know what the fuck he's talking about, really. Right. Okay. I'm standing on base. I'm waiting on my man Hugo Jurgen to come back up on the base. He went downstairs to get me something to eat. Okay, so he asked you about the money. Yeah, he asked me about the money. He come downstairs. He said, man, where that money at? You owe the most from when you was in Carson City. I'm, I'm like, yeah, right, man. So, you know, I'm blowing him off. I'm like, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. He like, I'm not playing. He's like, where that money at? Okay. So when he when he boss up like that, when he take that tone and ask me where the money at, I hit his ass. So you just hit him off the bill. I, I hit him. All right, so then what? I hit him. My man Hugo come running upstairs. His mo brothers come running downstairs. They come on base and everything, and you know, they separating us and everything. 
And they like, what's going on? He done put his hands on the mo. We, we, we hollering at dog. He, my man Hugo like, man, what's going on? He was like, what, what you approach him for? What he, he was like, dog, owe us some money from Carson City. He said, man, my man just came to prison. This is my man from Pontiac. So I, I want to just make sure we on the, only on the same thing. Cause you know, we kind of, <laughs> people right. got to catch up. So you you punched the guy in the face. I punched him in the face. The guys that he claimed to be representing come to the floor. Come to his aid. You got a guy that you say Hugo was your guy? Was my guy. So where did you know Hugo from? I know Hugo from uh, junior high and high school. So y'all went to, were y'all on the same case or just you guys? No, we weren't on the same case. We know each other from the hood. All right. So with the situation that, you know, um, this guy approaching with you about the money was it was it what your cousin told you that made you feel like you had to have pressure on you to well it, it's what my cousin told me that made me react in the way I, I feel I, I mean cause ain't, shit, ain't no pistols on the inside nigga. none just hands and swords none you know what I'm saying so it's like so I'm assuming like your cousin was talking to you prior to you getting sentenced and kind of told you like hey look this is what it's gonna be this is what it's gonna go he, he, I, he distinctively man and and decisively told me that he said, if, if you get into any situation with anybody, handle that shit right then. Got to turn nigga to a shish kebab. Handle it right then. <laughs> Don't <laughs> let him go get nothing. Don't let him go get nobody. Beat that ass right then. Hey, cuz told you right. So listen, so throughout your stint in 22 years. Yeah. How many prisons did you visit over uh, the course of those years? I went to. Because of my medical condition, I was um, reserved at uh, only certain facilities. But I went to three facilities in um, those twenty-two years. Okay, so it, so you didn't really bounce around. No, too I much. didn't bounce around. So I mean, in, in in terms of the prisons that you visited versus the prison that you hear about, what joint would you say is the wildest? Oh, uh, Jackson was. Jackson I was inside quarantine. No, inside the wall. Five block. Five block. Okay. So, I mean, I, I hear a lot about MR. I hear a lot about Earth. I hear a lot about standards before uh, close. I all, hear all, all treacherous places. St. Louis. But Saginaw. But so was, uh, so was inside the wall. All right. So, like, uh, I mean, while you were in prison, did you have a support system? I had a tremendous support system. That's the only reason I made it. So who was your who who was your support system? Man, my mom. Now you say, and this is what I wanted to get to because this was the part of the interview that came kind of later. You say your mom was the one that turned you in. My mom turned me in. Your mom turned. My you- mom told me she said, "I'd rather see you, I'd rather see you locked up than come and see a headstone." So did she? Did you? Did, was was there a lot of pressure um, from the outside streets after you killed Jesse that made her feel that you were in danger? Not no pressure for me because I was gonna kill the rest of them niggas. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, with you being on the run for two weeks before you actually got arrested, did anything occur? Uh, you know, did you have any other run-ins with them before you were arrested that made you feel like okay, I, you no. know? I need no, to, I didn't. That was I on didn't. They was laying low. Okay. They was laying low, and you know they man. You know you hear a lot of stuff through the through the grapevine, and people be talking, but that's what it be talk. I did. So so when you know, did you ever have to ever sit down with your mom 
and have a conversation with her about, you know, like, mom, why did you? You, you know what? I I didn't. A lot of people was like, man, if my mom's had to did this, man, man, that's love. That's that's love. For your mom to for your mom to do something like that, man. That's for your mom to do something like that. Do something like turn you in. That, that's love, cause she don't want to. She don't want to see nothing happen to you. As, I mean, <laughs> she don't want to see nothing happen. She don't want to see nothing happen to you. You can't stay out here and keep running. I can't stay out there and keep running. I understood to. To put it, man, to put it in layman's term, I understood. I understood what she did. How long did it take and you? Why she did? How long did it take you to understand that? Like, did you immediately understand that you were in? Or were you mad for a second? Did it? You you know, I I was in in the instant when they came in the fucking hospital room. I was mad. I'm like, <laughs> ma, 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 man. They came in the hospital room, handcuffed me to the bed, but they was. Man, this how they did it. They came in. I'm in the hospital room. I'm talking to my mom and everything, and my sister and my baby mom's in there. And um, they come in the room. Police come in the room. It's like, uh, John, um, you know, you we've been looking for you. We got a warrant for your arrest. Blase spleen, blase spleen. They handcuffed me to the bed. They said we're gonna give you a few minutes with your family. They, the police leave back out the room. They cuff me to the bed because they know I can't go nowhere now. They standing outside the room. I'm like, Ma, goddamn you, Ma, you turn me in? She like, I'd rather see you locked up than dead and blase spleen, blase spleen. And then I got two Glocks under the pillow. You had I got Glock. two Glocks under the hospital so did, bed pillow. So were you charged for those guns? As no, well? my sister took the guns. My sister, <laughs> gee, she. Shout out to to Big Sis So shout out to Big Sis So Okay This is wild man This is a real story So You know You know Mom says that You know You were in prison You got the 22 I mean I'm assuming you guys made up Before trial got escalated Yeah Before the situation So We get to prison Let's talk about You know Prison politics You know what I'm saying Because that's 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 a a big thing as well You get to prison I know you. Talk, I know you say you talked to you know some of your family members from the street, and you met with your. I'm sorry, you probably met with some of your family members in prison. What about ops, man? Did you run into some of ops? You run into some of Jesse people when you was in that office? Uh, man, I ran into a cat. I I ran into a cat. I shot, man, in prison, man, and he um he was in one of the organizations just so happens one of my best boys he run the organization so let's talk about i mean that's that's a big thing that i wanted to talk about as well you know what i'm saying because it's like you know prison politics you know we hear a lot about the gangs the yeah. beef you know the gambling oh it's true no i mean when getting into prison were you recruited by any of the gangs i was recruited by a few organizations yeah, so did you join any of the gangs or did you rock I didn't join any of them so 22 years in prison, you never rocked with 20, 22 years, I, I stayed solo. I did what I did. What are some of the gangs that we got in prison nowadays? Uh, you got you got uh, Crips, fake-ass Crips, fake bloods. Um, uh, what what do they call it? Um, uh, uh, man. Uh, <laughs> 
man, I can't, I can't, I can't call them. They they out of Chicago, but they the GDs they, and the BDs. They, yeah, the GDs and the um GDs and the Gangster Disciples. Man, that's that's GDs, yeah, they bullshit because that's that's bullshit because anybody we from Chicago. My family's from Chicago. Okay, Gangster Disciples are black. Ain't no whites or no Mexicans in the GDs. Okay, is you got white GDs and and Mexican GDs in the joint. So this is the that big, shit. Don't man. Come this on. is this is one of the biggest the, things. You the know, black gangster disciples. That's what they were called. Okay, so this is some of the biggest. This is something that we kind of you know. It, it goes back into the, the snitching creed, the rat creed. You know, a, a big a big question amongst um, the masses is. Is there really honor amongst thieves? When you know when you when you dealing when you in a situation where you are surrounded by killers, dealers, molesters, child molesters, killers, like how is absolutely? And, and are, is, it, not, there is a, there is is there honor the, amongst thieves? There, there's a hierarchy in there, and, and it's the, it's it's a um it's it's an honor system. All the all the child molesters hang together. All the fags hang together. All the 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 real niggas know you know other real niggas. They don't necessarily hang together, but you know who they are. So I mean, in 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 terms of being in prison, I mean, I, we we see the news. We see is there a, a situation different where, um, as an inmate dealing with high profile uh, inmates, is there is there is there a different? Treatment See, high, high profile inmates or guys who who cases are on the news and uh blatantly out there they keep them isolated keep them isolated they they lock down they they in uh close custody or they in max All right, so, so let's, you don't they not in population so let's explain you know for those who don't know let's kind of explain you know the level system um you know when you got a level a lot of people don't know they, they've never been here level five level you got f- level five okay so what's level five level five you lock down all day period and then like one man get out single man single man all right level four single man level four you lock down um at what eight hours of the day you get out two you get out two three hours of the day four hours maybe total and then you lock down with a bunkie yeah Okay, and what uh, I'm level one and level I don't have a level three no more, dude. They just level one and level. Well, two. they still have level two. They they still have level three, but you know, level three is like level two. You you have a bunky, you know, all the way down. The only people don't have bunkies level fives. All right, so now that we know that it, you know, it's you in a place of thieves, you know, and and, and it's a, it's a place where anything can go can go on. How do you make decisions on who to deal with and who not to deal with when you behind those walls? Like I said, you use your discretion. You, if, if you, if you, you know, you a real nigga know another real nigga, and and then if you if you got any discernment, you can you can read other motherfuckers too. And if you don't, if you don't have none, then you you a potsy, <laughs> your ass out there. What's the potsy? Explain that. Break Pot, down. You a potsy Weber from Happy Days. You are oh. goofy. You a goofy. Okay, okay, okay. You a goofy. So what's something that can get you fucked up quick in a joint? Ah, uh, something that get you fucked up quick in a joint. Um, being a goofy. Being a. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, like, just 
we talk about everyday behavior. Break it down for those that don't know. What's some? What's something that's gonna get your ass hit from the head to the toe with that with that sword when you step up in that bitch? Telling. I seen him do that. Um, I seen Cutter do that shit. <laughs> he, he he did it. He went in there and he did it. Uh, you talking about on the street or just with some shit that's happening? No, I'm talking about it in, so in the joint. So it's, it's no happening so, in the joint. So no, um, who's smoking that weed? Who's who's doing? Oh, that's Cutter. I seen Cutter with some weed. I seen hey. Cutter. That JG, get, he said it's bigger than Nino Brown. That'll get your ass. Get that one more twisted. time for me. What the fuck, man? <laughs> that'll get your ass twisted. So this thing is bigger than Nino Brown, and I got a list of food. If I'm going down, I'm taking a whole lot of people. So, what's the biggest mistake? You know, because coming in, you came in. You, Big Soup, you said you came into prison in '99, right? It's 2022. You've been out a year. Yeah. What's the biggest difference you see in jailing in 99 versus your last, let's say, five to six years? What was the biggest difference? Um, um, the ages. The ages of the people that coming in. Are they younger? Are they older? They, they younger, man. I used I used to, like I said, I worked in the um, law library for about 12 years. And so... um. My boss was a officer named Jerry Gwynn. And so when he had somebody under a, I, I did, um, I did intake in, um, I did intake in, in, uh, Jackson. And I know, I know, um, in most prisons in Michigan, um, the minimum age for males is 17. So we yeah. know we got, you got babies coming in that bitch. Uh, they come in younger than that. They come in younger than that. I did. I did. I gave you orientation. If you came to prison, if you came to prison between the years of uh, 2005 and 2008, I gave you your orientation. Lapeer is where they were sending them young niggas at back then, wasn't it? No, they, you go to Jackson first. Everybody went to Jackson first. Okay. That's, that was quarantine. That was orientation. And then you, they disperse you from there. So what was the, so you say the youngest prisoner, you, what was the oldest prison? What was the youngest prisoner you seen coming in there with 14? And what, and Jerry, my boss, Jerry, what type of time, what time did he have? Sat him behind the desk. And this will fuck me up. He came, he, he sat behind the desk. He said, uh, Big Soup, can I ask you a question? I said, yeah. He said, I said, what's up, young blood? He said, um, he said, how much is, um, how much is, um, 680 months? I said, what? He said, how much is 680 months? I said, well, 60 months is five years. So you, you add it up from there, man. I said, who got 680 months? He said, that's what they gave me. 680 months They didn't even tell him The amount of years he had They told him you 680 months And he had He was 14 years old 14 What was his name? Um, Josh Last name I don't remember his last name I remember his first name Did no. you ever Did you ever see him again After remember, that? No Nope So For those I mean you You know You, you, you sound like you, you a strong individual you know what I'm saying? You, you got a you got a good hold on the game. You know what was the game like for some of those that wasn't as strong as you? Let's talk about some of the stories for the motherfuckers you seen break down. Oh man, man, I I, I seen um, I had a homeboy man. That I well, I knew him. Knew him from and, the streets or knew him no, from prison? I knew him from I knew him from prison. 
he um he was in the game. He was out here heavy in the game. And uh he 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 used to slang boss hog, they called him. And he used to sing, he used to slang, man, and do his thing, man. And uh he got he got caught up on two homicides. How much time did he have? That he didn't do. He ended up getting life. For shit that he didn't do. No, he didn't do it. They offered him, they offered him a deal though, but he didn't take the deal. So what did he do that? So you say he couldn't handle it. What did he do? Shit, he 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 told on his he told on his nephew and his um brother in law. Uh, did he get out that bitch? No, he didn't get out. He died in there. He told and he, he told and he still died. How did he die? He he died. His his health got bad on him. You see a lot of that. You see a lot of guys' health go bad in there. So. Man, I can dig that. So I mean, when we talking about you know, I, I got a I got a gang of motherfuckers, man, that's locked up. So, so let's you know for for a quick second, let's talk about prison street communication because it's like it seems like y'all niggas always know what's going on on the street. Like you know, I, I call my niggas in prison or they call me and they always know what the fuck is going on. Man, this guy, man, this guy named Donald Johnson, I met when I first came down. He told me, man, I when I when I came down, man, it was a whole bunch of old school guys still in prison, and they and and they breathed on you, man. They they gave you what you needed to make it. And what you think about the what you think about the cell phone usage just going on in jail? Man, I had a cell phone for twelve years in prison. How much does a cell phone cost? It didn't cost me anything because I had a girlfriend work what, there. What was the what's the going rate for a cell phone in jail? Um thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. And so like when we talk about a thousand dollars, we talking about for an iPhone, is this a Nokia, this a Samsung? What the fuck is this? No, this for whatever motherfucking phone they can get your ass. A thousand bucks. So I I mean, so we got it so we got a, we got cell phones because I, I see a lot of prisoners, man. They got Facebook pages and Instagram. Like, how the OGs feel about these young niggas going live in the prison cell, man? They they allowing that shit? Man, they 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 looking at them like like goofies. They bringing the heat to them. Man, jailing is not what it used to be. So I mean, so you know, in terms of you know these young guys making it hot, like is the OGs moving on that? Is they speaking on that? They letting it go? Like what they doing? They they not man because. The OGs, man, that are the OGs that are the old way of jailing, that that used to have the the old regiment, man. They too old to move on these young motherfuckers. Now. So, so the young niggas taking that bitch over. They they in there taking that shit over, and they doing that goofy shit. Is full of goofiness. You go to prison now, man, and you young, you gonna have a hard fucking time. So I mean, let's. I mean, we we've been on this motherfucker for a while, man. I swear to God, big soup. I, I gotta have you on this bitch for three, four more shows. I man, I, I man, I'll come, man. I'll I'll talk to you anytime. Hey, listen, uh, we're going to get Banks up in this motherfucker, too. You know what I'm saying? He's, he, he got a couple, but it's like, I mean, before I get up out of here, it's just a few more pivotal questions I got to ask my people. They're going to they gonna be wanting me to notice if I didn't ask them, you know? Yeah. The revolving door. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 22 years, I mean, you've you seen a lot of motherfuckers. You lot of, a lot of motherfuckers come and go. What's the fact? You see people leave. What's the fastest you ever seen them coming back? You ever see some of your niggas hit? I seen a motherfucker come back in five days. How much time? Did His you name Dantez Carter. This motherfucker got out. He left on Tuesday. He was back the next Thursday with a new bid or a with a new bid. What was the new bid on? Um, 
I can't recall what it, but it was a new bit. We can look him up. It's not a problem. Listen, I was at um, I was at uh Ryan Correctional, and at Ryan is where they brought all the um, if you reoffended or you or if you violated parole, that's, that's where, you, where you came back. So let me ask you something. You know what I'm saying? As a man, yeah. you know you 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 went to prison when you were 24. Yeah. How old were you when you got out? Um, I was forty six when I forty six. So from for, for, so from twenty four to twenty for forty six, you know, you spent a, a great deal of your life in prison. As I'm, I, I gotta ask you because we gotta ask you. you know, do you regret anything about the decisions? Yeah, I do. I regret. What, I, I have a lot of regrets. What are you, what do your regrets reside in? I regret that I didn't shoot every nigga in the parking lot that day. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love my show. <laughs> so, just for clarification, <laughs> you know, we are, are we talking about the people that came with Jesse or you the the niggas that came with Jesse and that came with me? Okay, so I mean, we gotta ask this, of course. You know, you home now? Yeah. What's the situation with your co-defendants? Have you guys... Do they know... They they try to have me kill. They try to have me kill. They try to get with Jesse's dad. Jesse's dad has some money on me. They try to get, you know... Okay. Yeah. So Okay, so... um, Nigga, shit. It's like, you know... Life is about regrets and life is about decisions. You know what I'm saying? And if a nigga tell me he spent 22 years in that bitch behind some niggas he regret not killing, who am I to disagree? So you home now. Yeah. Um, you know, what's your relationship uh, with the co-defendants? Uh, ain't no relationship with them. Ain't no relationship with them. So it's like, you know, have you seen them? Have you heard from them? Or? I've seen them. I've seen one of them. Once, what was the words like? One of the words he got the fuck on. He seen me, and he got ghosts. We were in traffic. He pulled up next to me, and I seen him. And he looked at me, and he he ran the light. He ran the light, and it's probably good he did, cause you know when I when I realized it was him. It's good he ran the light. I can smell that. I can smell that. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Uh, a real question I want to ask, you know, you know, after all your experiences, you know what I'm saying? Seeing friends turn to ops, you know what I'm saying? Seeing yourself jump in the lane, you know, to be in the lane for niggas you probably shouldn't have been in the lane for. Right. Um, what would you tell a person? If you could, if you could stop him and talk to him, if you if you could talk to one nigga who was finna pull that trigger right now, what would you tell him? Man, think, think hard before you pull it. You you because once you pull it, once you squeeze it, you can't pull it back, man. You can't unring a bell. You can't say something and pull the words back. You once it's done, it's done. And you got to live with the consequences. And the consequences are sometimes way much more than you can even fathom. So, um, you know, aside from, you know, the situation that you got with your actual co-defendants, because they sound like some bitch-ass niggas to me. You know, the bad, it's it, it stamped, it stamped on bad guys say that. 
they stamp yeah. like some bitch ass niggas. But you know, aside from that, I mean, is it some? If you could say anything, because you know we asked the hard questions here too. If you could say anything, you know, to the family, you know, of the man you killed, would you have something to say to them? You know, I did. I wrote a I wrote a letter to dude's dad, and um, and I I was uh I was genuine in it, and I told him that um. I didn't have no malice toward um, Jesse, and he and I were um, he and I were um, we were put in a situation by other people. Did the father respond? No, he didn't. Do you do 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 you ever feel a situation where y'all might run into each other? If y'all run into each other, is it if we run into each other? It probably wouldn't be good for the father. Say less. Hey, listen. Um, first of all, Big Soup, I appreciate you as a real nigga. You know, coming in here, you know, pouring into my brand, giving your story, and and, and telling some shit from a point of view that a lot of people are never going to hear from. Um, you know, we got a lot of guys that's going to jail. Some of them in the belly of the beast. Some of them on their way. And you know, it's all good. You know, a year into the bid, a two year. Is into the bid. We talking to a man that did twenty two flat, came home and rebuilding his life back. Um, caught up in a situation where he pretty much was taking up for some niggas that he thought he loved. They end up telling on him. And uh, from what you saying, you saying these niggas clicking up with the ops now. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, um, you know, Big Sue, man. I, you know, we, I definitely want to keep in touch with you. Keep, keep on, keep on. On status with you, I feel like the, I hate to say it, I, I know so many convicted murderers, this show can go on and on, and and, and it won't stop. Um, The biggest thing about Bad Guy Radio, as always, is, you know, educating and entertaining, but it's just some shit that's just too real to be entertainment. Big Sue, I'm going to give you the flow, man, to talk to the people, you know what I'm saying, you know, and, and, and give out. You know, shout out your people, you know, whether they at, whether they in Jackson, whether they in Saginaw, wherever they at, man. You know, the flow is yours, man. You came here and gave us the flow. Talk your shit, man. Man, I, um, I, I appreciate you, Cutter, having me in, man. Um, man, um, what I really want to say is that, uh, man, prison is way more tumultuous and and treacherous than you than you can even imagine, man. I can't even I can't put into words what it's like to uh be locked away. The first thing that um the first thing that you grasp and get an essence of is the essence of time, man. You get to know how long a minute is, how long a uh, a second a day is, man. And once once you grasp that man, you start to grasp other things, man, that that are way worse than imagining, you know, the the passing and the essence of time. Hey, listen, man. If 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 anything says anything, man, whether it's a dollar, you know, whether it's a jury, whether it's material, no matter what it is, anything um, gained through life can always be recreated or regained, except right. for time. That's right. And time Can't is priceless. Listen, man. We listen. 
Shout out to everybody fucking with the show. Right. It's true life. It's volume Big four. Thanks. Listen, it's, conv- it's, li- it's life as a convicted murderer. True life volume four. I don't know, man. Just stay tuned. Y'all will see me in a minute, man. We gone. We out.